Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Mistowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mistowski. You know, I started this podcast to grow my reach in the business community and bringing together just some amazing badass women. Um, Most of the episodes when I started have been people that I know that I want to pull from my own community and networking group, my friends, my grandma as another one, um, but just people who I've met throughout my career who have supported me or gotten me to where I am and vice versa. So as I continue to do more and more episodes, I just really wanted to expand my reach and was hopeful that I would start meeting other women to learn about their story because we can all learn about each other in some way and support one another, no matter where we are, whether we're in Vegas, whether you know we're clear across the country, doesn't matter where. So I'm really excited because today that episode happened. I cannot wait to hear her story. So let's dive right in and welcome Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi. I'm so excited. You reached out. This is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And in a long roundabout way, we do have a connection. So that's how you had heard about the podcast. And so I just love that. So I just kind of, I'm going to let you take control. And I want to hear, first of all, how you heard about us and reaching out to us and kind of what got you to do that. But then I'd love to hear your story because I'm going to say right now, We started following each other on Instagram, and I already know that we can be besties because everything you post, I literally just laugh and I'm like, yes, I feel you. I feel you on that. So, (laughs) Isn't that funny? Social media. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, I've heard about your podcast through um, Whitney Shorts. She's actually partners in one of my tax offices in Las Vegas. So I'm from Mount Vernon, Ohio. That's where I'm at right now. This is our Mount Vernon office. Awesome. This is our main, this is my main office, but uh, I have four offices. So Las Vegas is one of them. Uh, And Whitney and her father are the partners for the Las Vegas office. So I saw she was on your podcast and I listened and I thought, well, how cool. This is cool. And I, you know, I've never really been a big feminist and but I thought, you know, the more I become, you know, involved in these businesses, you know, I see how it is important for women to be together because it is, you know, mm-hmm. women, they're just looked down on. And yeah. I didn't think I'd ever say that. But here yeah. I am, December yeah. 14th, 2023. And it's true. It's, and it, which is sad. And I feel like there's, it, it is having a movement and it is getting better, but it's still, I mean, you can touch base on on your businesses, but I'm an insurance agent. It is way male dominated. So yeah. I'm like, no, women need a voice. I am I can be just as good as the men, if not better sometimes. I feel like women sometimes have an edge on certain things, but we all have our benefits, right? Like there's things that and I'm generalizing, of course. Men do better than women, but vice versa. And so I think it there just needs I just want equality. That's that's all I care about. And to be treated fairly, which I know you do too, but is your industry more male dominated? Oh yeah. Like the 70 year old white male, right? Is yep. a tax preparer, you know? Uh, there are some a few like older females, but I would mm-hmm. say definitely the age is 60, 70. Yep. So a 30 year old female is 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 not known. And and that's why I put Samantha on all my all my emails, because if I put Sam, everybody assumes, right, that I'm the older male. <laughs> I've got <laughs> enough odd looks in yeah. with, the, with yeah. the name Sam. So I always use the word, the name Samantha. So uh, yeah, when we go to tax school, it's, it's, you know, you look at the room, and it's all older male. And it's, you know, it's changing, yeah. though, we're getting, we're getting some more young people in the tax, in the tax field. And 
That's awesome. So I think it's changing. Yeah. Especially yeah. in our office. I mean, I've, I've hired mostly younger, actually a lot of younger females. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can change the ways. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We are on that path. One, pe- <laughs> one, one business and one person at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so tell us your story. That's so cool that you are where you're at right now. And I absolutely love kind of your mission. And I know you have stories about what you're um, having to overcome right now, but let's kind of rewind it a little bit. And what, you know, where did you start? How did you get started? You know, you can go back as far as you want. Okay. So I guess it all started, you know, in high school, you have friends and they talk about what they want to be, right? I want to be a nurse. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an engineer. And I never, I just never had a want to be anything. I knew I, knew I wanted to be a mom, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, at 18, I didn't want to be a mom. So that was kind of <laughs> unfortunate. And I thought, right. well, maybe a stay-at-home wife. That would be, you know, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I went to school. My parents said, you know, you have to go to school. That was back when going to school was a thing. You know, now yep. I feel like you don't necessarily have to go to college. So right. My dad had said, you know, everything's a business, whether you're a veterinarian or a doctor or insurance agent, right? It's all business. Yep. So get a business yep. degree. So that's what yep. I did. I got a business degree. Halfway through my college, I got diagnosed with Chiari malformation. So my brain fell into my spinal cord. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty unfortunate. It's an unfortunate time. Yeah. So, was it, does it, is it more or both? physical capabilities or was it more like learning mental, you know, what, what type of, what did that cause? So my whole left side of my body just went numb. Wow. Yeah. And talking was very hard. So not put a damper on school. Yep. I still actually did. I did finish school. It did take me three years longer and I still tell my husband. That's awesome. Yeah, I tell my husband to this day that he probably has half rights to my business degree. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you awesome. know, he would, do, he would do my schoolwork. Don't tell my school. Yeah, know. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe we should black out your last name on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my maiden name anyway, so it okay, matter. We're good. We're clear. <laughs> so I got done with that, but I couldn't. There is no way I could work a, like a nine-to-five job, right? No mm-hmm. way I could be an employee expected to show up and contribute to society. So at the time, my mom and grandma actually owned a quilt shop. And so I started to work for my my mom and grandma, managing employees. I did the bookkeeping, taxes, so and so. So that was a good a, a good background for me. I really feel like I learned a lot about That's business awesome. through them and their business that they had. And side note, I actually quilted. I can't call myself a quilter anymore because probably been like 15 years, but in high school and college, I actually made several quilts and I absolutely loved it. I loved, I was terrible at picking out the patterns to all go together, but it was actually very therapeutic and I really loved it. So that's like my geeky part. I like semi-creative outlet. I'm just going to follow it. And actually it's a really cool business, you know, especially like the older women, you know, they're just just their life and their experience mm-hmm. and just how they were just yep. all so cute. And I really got into the big yep. machine, you know, 12 foot machines that were robotic. So I did a lot of that. And then the business side. Yep. <clears throat> and then so, so cool. to move on. So I was doing that. And then my dad always went to this guy in town named Bill Short. And uh, Bill Short is Bill Short, right? He's kind of a crazy guy. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever met Whitney's dad. He's funny. <laughs> And he was telling my dad how much he needed help at the office and that he needed to hire somebody. And my dad was like, why don't you hire my daughter? So Bill called me and sent me to tax school. This was about 2017, 2018. So I went to tax Mm -hmm. school, learned some taxes, came to work for him. And I I was an employee for him for mm, four or five years before I started helping him actually manage his office. and. That is, side note, that is really, like, that is good old-fashioned networking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, so I just, I tell everybody, I'm like, the power of networking. I know. And just the power of talking to people. Just conversation. You will get so far in life. And you never know who you're talking to. You never know 
the situation and you never know when the pieces will align. So that is so cool yeah, to hear that. That that's how so this all My dad stumbled. now has, you know, calls Bill and says, I think I should get a commission of what's happening here. <laughs> I was going to say, is he yeah, want a piece of the pie? <laughs> my dad is, my dad's funny. Anyway, so right. I became, man, I started managing, I actually, I started managing his properties too. His, he's got a real estate business too. So he's got rentals. So I started managing those. He was going back from Ohio to Las Vegas and things were just a mess and he didn't really care. And it just wasn't the way I operated. You know, I was the one dealing with all the stuff yep. here anyway. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like, I'm going to manage this for you so that it's easier for me to manage because I'm already doing it. So he had quite a few properties. I mean, I he's it. got 20 plus properties. So it was going to be a big chunk that he'd have to pay me to do the real estate. So in exchange, we started our own real estate company and he moved one of his rentals and I became half owner and a rental in exchange for managing his properties. So that was the key into the real estate. That is yeah, so, so now cool. he and I have. You're like my, my inner realtor. I love real estate myself. Yeah. And that like my inner mind is like, this is so cool. I'm so excited for you because that, that is an awesome situation. Right time, right place. You know, yeah. like that. That's yeah, so he, cool. ha- he and I have three together. I have one on my own. My husband and I have one. Plus he has all his. So yeah, it's been really great. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love real estate. I think, you know, I loved Monopoly as a, when I was little. So this is like real yep. life Monopoly, right? <laughs> so, I mean, there's not really any. Yep, absolutely. There's no you know, go, though. That's my goal. Yeah, and my, you do. And I just want it to, to me, like I just, it's everybody has their own opinions and thoughts, right? But I just feel even with real estate, that can be up and down because we all lived through 08 as semi-adults, right? And at the end of the day, like, I just, I think real estate can do so many things. So to me, it's, it's stable and comfort. I don't know why. And I mean, I also love looking at houses and I think I was a realtor in my past life. Oh yeah. I lay in bed (laughs) at night and I just like, look and look and look. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I thought I was the only one here. <laughs> here, I, I know we don't have Vegas prices, but for Knox County, I mean, you can't buy a rental right now. I've been looking. Yeah. My plan is to buy two rentals a year for 20 years. Well, I've only have one purchase wow. this year because things are just interest rates and the prices on yeah. houses. I mean, you, you don't make any, you can't make any money right now. So if we're not covering no. our expenses, what's the point? So we're just waiting yeah. and... Yeah. It'll come. I'll have to buy three next year, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> see, aw shucks. <laughs> but at least, you know, but at least you're going to So my goal this year is, is to, to move into a new home, our new primary home, but rent yeah. out our current one. So that would be our second yeah. in our portfolio. And, but my, I'm trying to get everything aligned right. So when the right house comes up, about and the right interest rate before the rates start increasing as far as the home costs, I want to be able to yeah. pull the trigger. So that's why I'm like, okay, if we can, you know, so knowing that it's eventually going to be a rental, I just want to be in the right position. Yeah. Right. So as long as you get yourself in the right position, so just wait and be patient, as I'm assuming in the real estate world is a, you know, as an investor might have some some patience, which is not normally my forte at least you'll be able to do yeah. that for next year. So you might even get the three, as long as you are ready to go and you're in the right space, then you, then you can. Yeah. The so Bill and I, you know, he and I work, we have four tax offices, the real estate company and in the, in the tax office, you know, he's the crazy one and I'm the calm one. And in the real estate business, I'm the one that's like, we should go do this, buy this, do this. And he's like, no, let's just wait. Oh my God. So our roles are switched yeah. to businesses. That's hilarious. He's always the one that's like, I don't think we should. I think we should wait. This is too much. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I think we should go and we should buy it. We look at it. We need to do this. Who cares if we lose money up front? You know, in the long run, it's going to be great. He's like, well, that's not how it works. You know, calm down. (laughs) I'm that way in the uh, insurance agency. My partner probably wants to murder me half the time. I'm the spender. I'm the big visionary. I'm the one. Let's do this. And, you know, we'll just sell a few more and, I'll cover it. Like, we'll just figure it out. And he's probably like, yeah. Ah. We'll figure it out later. It'll be fine. Fine. Yeah. He's like, no, no. 
the, the cash flow doesn't warrant this. And I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. What's fine. Good. We're, we're good. Right. I'm hoping I don't put him in a in the grave with a heart attack at some point. <laughs> anyway, so back to taxes. I mean, taxes is, yeah. is my main, is what I do mainly. So tax school came and worked. 2023, though, was the first official year that I purchased the business from Bill. Last awesome. year, we did open Vegas and Loudonville. So in 2022, we opened those offices. Vegas has always really been a thing since Whitney and Bill have been out there for the last three or four years. You know, Whitney would refer. And then we have a great, great guy in Vegas, awesome Michael Holden from Edward Jones. He's really great. He's been referring a bunch of people to us. So our Vegas office has really just mm-hmm. exploded. And we thought, well, heck, let's just make awesome. it a real thing, right? We've just been, we had filtered it yep. through Mount Vernon and we were just tired. Um, and who doesn't love a nice little tax write-off to fly <laughs> I, to Vegas? I Hello. told Bill we're going to buy an Airbnb <laughs> in Vegas so that when I come, I can have a yep. place to stay and our tax clients can yep. have a free place to stay and then they can have a tax write-off. Oh. It's all legit. Look at there's your real estate yeah. side co- crazy coming out. <laughs> yeah, the prices are the prices are different in Vegas. I thought I realized that, but you can charge more. Oh, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so that that was our that's how we created Vegas and Loudonville. So those are just starting off, and then this year also in 2023 we started Archbold, which is another town in Ohio, Northwest Ohio. And Bill's brother okay. lives in Archibald, and he's an EA, so an enrolled agent with the IRS, and he's been doing taxes. So once a time, like once a week or once a weekend during tax season, Bill and I go up to Archibald and do a bunch of taxes. So that's kind of just became its own thing, too. So it's all been filtered, and it all has just kind of created itself. Wow. My sister-in-law is the one wow. that manages the Loudonville office, so... Loudonville is just 20 minutes north of Mount Vernon. So so that office okay. is pretty close. So I'll go up and help her during tax season. So, And just because I'm not familiar with your industry, like, for example, in my industry, we can be fully remote. Like, I think I maybe meet not even a dozen yeah. clients a year physically, like face to face. I'm assuming in the tax side, is it more common or maybe it's just your clientele? Do they physically want like a physical office to come see you to come do meetings or do you see a lot of it switching what's kind of your take on on your industry yeah it really depends on the age really and actually COVID Mm -hmm. has really helped us with the getting everything on zoom or teams right we use teams even even our older i think it's put the general public more like comfortable with doing things online versus they've done their doctor's (laughs) appointments on on zoom and so they feel or tell her that is like the yeah. best thing to happen by the way because nobody yeah. likes to go to the doctor so now office. they feel comfortable with with meeting you know face to face like this like on on zoom or something and some of our vegas yeah. clients when we're not there or when bill is not in vegas we meet just like this we have we awesome. actually do taxes for people all over the united states and this is exactly how we meet now here locally i'd rather see somebody you know in front of me it makes me yeah. get it done. I don't just yeah. throw it off to the side. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it later, right? You know, in, in all honesty, it gets a little lonely. We had a client that walked in, actually a couple clients in the last like two weeks that needed, you know, they don't have a printer, so they just needed ID cards and they could come down. And technically we're by appointment only because there are days like Fridays we work from home. And some days during the week, if everybody's out at different appointments, we just all work from home. But most of the time we're here Monday through Thursday. But either way, like, it's actually nice for, you know, to actually see somebody and have a different conversation yeah. every so often, you know, to, it just kind of changes up the the day a little bit to actually see face to face and talk to those clients and build that yeah, relationship. Yeah, I love when people come in. And this time of year for, for tax yeah. season, you know, everybody thinks taxes are right January through April, but at this time mm-hmm. of year, we meet with people end of year planning. So They'll come in just yep. like at tax time and we do a mock tax return and say, okay, well, you're going to owe X to the IRS if you don't spend Y, right? If you don't spend Y, get ready yep. to write a check yep. for X, right? And so that's what we help. <laughs> we help them, you know, figure out what they can do to invest back in their business so they don't have to write, you know, Uncle Sam a check. So, and, and you know, right. We We'd rather that. invest back in our business <laughs> than just sending it to the government. But sometimes you just have to do it. Right. Yep, exactly. 
which I mean, at the end of the day means you're doing something right within your business. So it's just finding that yeah. fine line, right? Yep. <laughs> I don't like to pay taxes as the other person. So yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. So you are a business owner and now you own a couple rental properties. You also are I a am. mom. I am. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So how are you managing how old and kind of tell me that part of your life? Like what, how are you juggling? All yeah. Those things? So he, I have a little boy, Carson, he's three, the best thing in the whole Aww. world. People have, are always so yep. negative about their kids, but I'll tell you what, he's, he's the best. He's absolutely the best. Yeah. I, if something happened to him, I told my husband, put me in a straight jacket because I'm going to be gone. You better get to me quick because it's yep. I'm not existing without him. Yep. So yeah, he's he's great, yeah. and and it is. It's very hard to manage my life at work and then also have a family. My husband is a deputy here at the sheriff's office in the county, and his schedule is four awesome. to midnight. So and a lot of my clients, Oof. yeah, a lot of my clients like to meet in the evening <laughs> because they have businesses also. So it makes it hard, but we got family around and we have a babysitter and Good. we juggle it. So yeah, but that is, yeah. that's the hardest. You, I always tell people, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or how I'm doing it. You just figure it out. And sometimes I hate saying that because it's like, nobody warns you for this, right? I like, they tell me the same thing and I'm like, well, yeah, but should I, I'm a planner and I'm a control freak, which you can't be when you have right. kids, right? They right. <laughs> take the control fully out of, <laughs> out of the way. Like there is nothing, but it's just, you know, for example, yesterday, um, get a phone call. It's middle of flu season. The school is having lots of flu and my son had oh, to go man. home. And I'm like in the middle of a networking group, Claire across town had two appointments later that day, but I will tell you at first I was very frantic and like, just like stressing myself out. Okay. Okay. You know, like I knew what I had to do. That wasn't a question, but I had to literally shift my mindset and be like, this is why I own a business. This is why I am thankful to have this flexibility that I could leave my networking group. They mm -hmm. all understood <laughs> and went and picked them up. And then my husband and I tag teamed for an hour and a half because I, I had one appointment that I couldn't reschedule. And then the last afternoon, I just said, you know what? I'm going to check my emails to make sure nothing's urgent. I've got an awesome team behind me. They're running the show. My son and I are just going to go get my errands done that I needed to get done, such as the grocery store and Target. And they're all stuff that I hadn't had time to do. And I had such a great afternoon yeah. with it. It was so cool that I'm like, I just looked back and I just made sure to stop and say, this is why we do it. And I'm so thankful that I can do this for my children and have this flexibility. And I made sure to just be more present and get rid of that stress to be like, no, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I took that risk to open that business. And honestly, it was such a great yeah. afternoon. Like it was, it was so good. So I'm sure you know, you've had those few, he's right at that right yep. age. <laughs> yeah, we had, I mean, we had the same thing happen this week. I won't go into details, but yeah. And we got a call from the babysitter and off I went yep. and, you know, right. I have yep. office manager here. She's great. I'm like, I have to go call these people that I can't meet with them tonight. And they're all, you know, our clients are all, they're so great. I mean, they're, I don't have one client yep. that would be like, oh, well, I can't believe you're, you cancel my appointment to go be with you with your sick kid, right? So, and really, if we did, right. maybe we don't need to work together. You know, if you can't. I was just gonna say that's probably not yeah. the best clientele. And when COVID hit, we were technically considered by the government an essential business, <laughs> right? So we could stay open. We worked from the office still, but it was just me and my one employee at the time when COVID first hit. And, you know, I was like, let's just work from home. And especially when I, I was pregnant and so right in the middle of COVID. So especially when the pregnancy happened, we were just both mm -hmm. from home. Honestly, it was exhausted. It was the middle of the summer. And I'm like, 
massively large. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. But I told my business partner, or I told my employee, I was like, if your kids are home and they're screaming in the background, or you can be heard in the background, it just makes you yeah. real. Like, if somebody's really going to complain, if your client's really going to complain, especially know, knowing what's going on out there right now, and they're upset that they can hear your kids in the background, I go, don't for one minute feel guilty. They're probably not yeah. the right client or they're not giving grace or something. That's not the right client. Like, we all are human. Yeah. <laughs> like, life happens. So we just need to have that extra grace or whatever it is. Now, if it's happening all right. the time and you're never getting through, then then obviously there's a shift that we need to do both as owners and, you know, um, employers, but ultimately you're totally yeah. right. Like, and that's what I love is we can choose our yeah. clients. Exactly. <laughs> and we yeah, when I first, <laughs> like, is this when the I right first fit? had Carson, Bill was like, oh yeah, you bring him to the office. It'll be fine. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't, no. you know, he was just running around <laughs> and getting into things. And I'm like, okay, well, this might've worked for you, Bill, when you had kids, but this is not me. I can't do it. Right. I can't just stop what I'm nope. doing at my computer and making sure my child isn't running out the door. I, you know, I can't. Right. Or getting into the desk yeah. or whatever it is. Getting into everybody else's desk. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. Ask for a review or quote today. I also think it might be an age thing. I mean, maybe his kids were, you know, when, when he was coming into the office, but I have twins and they're two. No way. There is no way. <laughs> like, unless I get one of those play right, pens. Lock them up. Um, my office is big yeah. enough, but unless I get one of those big old playpen fence things that I can put them in. But even then, because I'm not in there, they're going to want to get out. I'm not going to get any work done. So I'm like, I know twins are a little different, but still, I think it's the age, the two, three, maybe four. I don't know. Maybe there's that little bit older of an age that we could get away with it at the office. I'm willing maybe to try. Maybe in like four if years. That I don't know. <laughs> You're maybe like, maybe not. Not. I don't know. <laughs> maybe when he can file in the back. Right. I know. Right. Hey, you know what? My uncle owns an accounting firm and I grew up work. You know, my mom would always visit. My mom would always visit. We would always go to his, his office and I'm one that never could sit still. And so they had me shredding paper. So my mom would be sitting in there talking and catching up with him and my grandma and I would just go into the the back office and shred the big stacks of paper and then this is going to date me a little bit but his office had the floppy oh, disks dear. so my other job that I grew up doing was formatting floppy disks <laughs> I don't even know I know what a floppy disk is but I don't I'm not sure I was like no you're going to make sure my cousin <laughs> My cousins are just now turning 20. I don't know if they would know what a floppy disk is. No, doubt, doubt actually, they would. Yeah, and we had yeah. the big one. And then the I actually ones. guarantee that they don't because I had hired an intern last year in our tax program. The save button is still a floppy disk. Remember when the save buttons used to be floppy disks? Yes, yes, yes. And I say, yeah, yep. you go yep. up and just hit the save button. She couldn't see it because there's a bunch of buttons. And I said, the floppy disk. She was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can teach you something. Well, <laughs> like, yes. I would also spend summers in, they had a big, they just rented an office in this big office building and there was a basement and that's where all of his client mm. files were. So I, you know, they had these big boxes for each client and every summer I would go and I would file them away and re-alphabetize mm. and reorganize and go from up downstairs to upstairs. and. That was my life. I just had my discman on my with the headphones and I would just hang out in the basement. And that's what I did all summer is I could tell you probably I could still I have all of the names that I do because I was doing it for so years, so many years. But gosh, we really just dated ourselves. Yeah. Bill, really Bill still right has now. the metal filing cabinets in the back and 
<laughs> this year I'm working on getting everything scanned into the network. I think my uncle finally did that a yeah. few years ago. I think they finally got everything online, everything. I mean, honestly, even in just the last few years, did he start accepting credit well, card payments? <laughs> like before it was let me just tell you. paper checks. Let me tell you. <laughs> Bill. He goes, do you know how many more people pay yeah. me quicker? And I was like, no way. We just started <laughs> accepting credit cards last year here at the tax office. And that's because yeah. I told okay. Bill, we're okay. doing it. I don't care what you say. So he yeah. did. There, You know, there might be some service charges, you know, but at the end of the day, it's so much easier for yeah. people to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so your accounts receivable is probably a little bit easier. Right. To work exactly. With. Exactly. We have a whole machine and everything because oh, before funny. it was just on his phone. If you if he wanted to accept it, and then he couldn't find the device or yes. couldn't remember his password, and I said, "Well, Bill, you know they make these <laughs> machines that you just sit on the table <laughs> and we can just you know scan." Enter, you know, <laughs> put the credit card in and take the money. It's it's a whole thing. It happens. I love this. I love this. He is exactly like my uncle at that point. Yeah. Like, this is so funny. I'm like, can we please adjust yeah. this? <laughs> it's been a change. And and that that's one of the main struggles in the, in this office is everybody, you know, he's had this business for 40 years and everybody is used to Bill, yeah. right? Older, male. Yeah. And now it's a 30-year-old female, and it's been adjusting. Big shifts. And clients. Yep. It's been hard. Uh, but, you know, I am I am very yep. blessed because Bill, when he sees it happening, right, when he sees the, oh, well, I, she can't, he'll step up and say, well, too bad. You know, I am trusting her with my mm -hmm. business. I'm selling her this business. I obviously think she's good. So this is what's happening. Yeah. So, yep. And I, I yeah. never thought, but I never thought this would happen. But even women look down on younger, successful women. And it, it was quite amazing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't huh. believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you did your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. You did what you needed to do. You got the accreditation yeah. that you need. And I've been here six years. I mean, that's. But for wow. somebody my age, being somewhere yeah. six years is like a big thing, right? People don't stay at jobs for 30 oh, yeah. years anymore, nope. you know? So nope. they jump. I think the average, I don't know where I got the stat from, but I remember seeing it. The average is like three yeah. to five years. And then they move on to right. the next right. thing. And not even that it, it's, it's, they completely skip industries. Like they just go to a whole nother yeah. industry. I'm like, I've been doing insurance for 15 years. I love it. I want to diversify a little bit, hence the podcast and the rental properties and things like that. But I'm always going to be an insurance right. agent. I'm always going to have, you know, this side of it because I, I truly yeah. do love it. So I just, you know, I still want a little bit of, you know, other yeah, things. Yeah, that's how I do. am. I <laughs> tax office. I told my husband if we ever won the lottery or got super rich, I think I still would do taxes. I mean, maybe I wouldn't yeah. work 16 hours a day during tax season, maybe just eight. You know, but I yep. love it. I love yep. meeting with people. I love helping them save money and, and giving them all these different, you know, possibilities on trying to improve their business and, and, you know, not pay as much tax. Yeah. And probably what helps in your industry while you're doing taxes, every client is a different yeah. scenario. So it probably just keeps things different because that's what I love. Like one day I'm doing tons of marketing and networking and all that means is just bullshitting with other yeah. business owners and friends. Like that's what it is. I'm just making friends. And then the other day could be filing claims all day long or dealing with claim nightmares. Um, then, an, you know, another day is all these people wanting to sign up and my sales team needs help. And I jump in and, and work with clients. And then like the last month and a half has been all planning for 2024. It's been up and down. It's, you know, it's been really stressful trying to figure out the right plan and, and do like, it was the dirty work, but it was still enjoyable. Yeah. So every day is different. And I love that. Every day is a different puzzle piece. Every day is, it just keeps me on my toes. And to me, that's, it's not the boring same yeah. thing at a desk. I say that, I've day. said that to Bill before. <laughs> I, I've said, you know, doing taxes is like a puzzle, right? You don't, you're given all these pieces mm -hmm. and you have to put them together. And, and the funny thing yep. about taxes he could do a tax return and I could do a tax return with the same pieces. 
and get a different result. And neither one of us is wrong. Yeah. You know, there are areas where you got to stay, yep. right? Yep. The laws, right? The tax code, you have the to law. stay away yep. from. But <laughs> it's so fluent. There's a lot of gray area in tax. And, you know, and, and it's yeah. funny, like we have a bunch of clients that we work on together, our big, big farmers, big businesses. And, and I'll do the tax return and he'll do the tax return. We'll get different answers. And then, you know, we talk about it like, well, I'm going to do this. This is what, this is what I'm going to do over yeah. here. Oh, good idea. You kind of get to collaborate with each other and bring different yeah. perspectives. Yeah. And we, I mean, we do a lot of accounts together and it's bet it's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having both, you know, he's got the, well, and I mean, in your case, you couldn't be more of complete yeah. opposites of each yeah, other, the, right? The thing like is- you've got this older, older male who's been doing this yeah. for years and years and years. And then you've got a younger female who has a whole different perspective and a whole different generation coming together. That that's yeah. awesome. I think that's so cool that, and you, you really are lucky because it's, it's sometimes hard to find that a generation like his who's open to that. And I, it, it might not, not all be rainbows and butterflies, but I was trying to purchase an agency and, um, the owner kind of was set in his ways, didn't really want to be open to other ideas and kind of the new different wave of how you can run an insurance right. office. It was more just golf, golf course sales, old door-to-door mentality. And I'm like, ah, the insurance industry has really changed. And not just the insurance industry, just business in general. That's not really how you do as many sales now. And how can you scale that where it's not just you? And so it was really interesting going through that process. It really opened my eyes to be like, well, what I thought was common sense is not common sense, especially when you get to that older generation. They're not all, you know, easy necessarily yeah, to deal he's, with. I mean, he's not like that at all. He's, Bill is great. He's, That's awesome. I mean, I have awesome. these offices because of him. I mean, if I'm honest, I'm not yep. saying that I didn't yep. work my ass off or, or anything like that. Right. I mean, I have, I put in the time, but right? It. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he gave me the, the steps, multiple steps up and I, I will forever be grateful for forever, you know, for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I have just, by the way, I still have yet to meet him. So <laughs> he's, he's actually probably on, on the airplane now, <laughs> headed back to Vegas. So <laughs> yeah. you have to well, meet him. Just so you know, in case. In case you didn't know this, Whitney is literally, I see your tax sign every night I leave. It is literally across the street from my office. So just so you know, your other office is literally across uh, the street. <laughs> yeah, people, be, people will be like, do you actually have an office in Vegas? Like an actual legit brick and mortar? I'm like, yeah, we do. I see yeah. the logo Thank you. People, people just think I'm lying. Like, like yes, we have a door nope. with our nope. sign whole thing. Yeah. Yep. I'll take a photo and I'll post it on <laughs> Instagram you. for all the people to see. I'm like, Thank nope, you. see it there. <laughs> I made the mistake of making all my offices different social media pages. I feel like I should have done them all together. Because uh, it's a lot to manage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can barely manage the podcast yeah. and the agency and then my personal. They all, at least once a week, does one of them take a back seat? Because I'm like, I, this is just First of all, honestly, social media in general is a full-time job. It really is. And it, it, and I love it, but I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, I can't keep up no. with this. Like, this is a lot. But in fact, I've kind of dropped the ball this week, so I really need to get better <laughs> at it. But that it's hard. It's like what we've kind of talked about it, me and my business partner, because we want to have a presence. We're, we're licensed in 14 Good states. for you. So we can do business. Actually, 15, Dang. I think. Now, I got to, I got to, Adam. Add them up again, but we talked about do we have physical locations for SEO or for like Google or whatever? And we always go back and forth. So I'm like, well, at the end of the day, I just want to keep my social media. Mm-hmm. Like, luckily, my brain is already too full on that, but I've heard different things. I've heard that it's good both ways. So I think it's yeah. whatever. That's why I did it. So that's you know, why I have all those the separate offices. Just so like our address and everything can be online. And I do have one web page yep. that lists all our offices. And luckily for me, yep. right, I just copy and paste. I do one and then I can do, just copy oh. and paste all the other ones. <laughs> and my sister-in-law is doing the Labo <laughs> one. So, you know, I technically I only have three, but it's still a lot, right? 
Well, you know, the good thing, the good thing to think of is when you do want to just step back a little bit, you're still the owner over everything, but as the offices continue to grow or whatever you want to evolve the businesses as, when you hire, that employee can do that, you know, social, you don't have to always do it. So actually it's not bad. There's, there's always, you can always change stuff, Yeah, I mean, right? like my, <laughs> I have a payroll business that I don't even have social media. At this point, it's growing, the business is growing so yeah. fast that I don't advertise. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we just slow the roll here. Which is a great problem to have. That's amazing. Payroll business is, once again, it just has formed into something that all our clients were having payroll and all these issues with payroll it wasn't correct. And they were getting charged an arm and a leg. And like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I obviously did payroll for my mom's business and helped Bill with his payroll back when you did payroll on pieces of paper and you mailed it to all these different agencies. Now, right. I got a software and all <laughs> magically goes to the, to the government, you know, from, from their bank account. I have such an issue with the big box company. I think that's genius yeah. for you. I'm not going to name names on here, we but all we know. all know them. But it's like, I don't, one of them was a completely mess up. We actually had to cut a check for like four yeah. grand. Now it was money owed, but I wasn't weren't expecting paying it. close enough attention. Yeah. And well, I wasn't paying close enough attention when we switched payroll companies. They copied the wrong interest rate for the unemployment yeah. tax. So we had been underpaying every mm -hmm. month. And then all of a sudden, honestly, I never, first of all, I did not get anything in the mail. I always check my mail. They so don't, they never will until you have a bunch of penalties. They said they, they said they mailed out and I'm yeah. like, no, because until my business partner in the merger, did he actually log into our unemployment um, file and see that we had all of these late fees? I was like, yeah. <gasps> Now, I will say they removed those because the payroll company took blame. They put it in an email oh, and they contacted good. the unemployment office, but it was still money we had owed. So, but we didn't have to pay all the late mm -hmm. fees and all that stuff. But I mean, that's still a shock. And how am I supposed to know? I mean, I right, should. You're just supposed right? to know. I'm a business owner, but that's not my forte. Yeah. And that's not, I'm not good at that. So one thing, if I've learned anything in the five years I've owned my agency, plus some other previous, you know, business ownership experiences. I'm not good at numbers. I hate numbers. I hate taxes. I hate all those things. So I'm always going to have a professional to do that. Or in my case, like my business partner is really smart with that stuff. And I'm like, great, you just tell me what I can spend and what I need to do. And I'm going to do that. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to look at the bank account yep. every day. That does not. Payroll is, is worse than tax. I mean, you make a mistake on payroll oh, yeah. and it gets very expensive quickly. And they're not always understanding, yep. you know, the oops, I didn't know nope. doesn't always work. Right. They're well, too bad. You got penalty nope. and interest. Everything's still black and yep. white with that. Yep. And well, luckily mm -hmm. I've made all these mistakes with my mom's business when I was younger. <laughs> And you're like, don't worry, I've made all these mistakes on my own. So I'm never going to be doing yeah, that with you. So I've already made all the mistakes. So now I know how to handle, you know, the issues and yeah. you yep. know, the scary letters they try to send you, right? I think that's life in general, right? Like, I just always respect, I always tell people second chances are so important because we, nobody's human. And I always try to tell that to my insurance clients too. I'm like, you're going to get an adjuster. They're human. Mm -hmm. You're human. Like you, they might mess yeah. up. Every company might have somebody mess up. At the end of the day, like that's what we're here for. And that's why you have that professional to jump in and help when necessary. And it happens more times than not. But at the end of the day, like nobody's human. You can't expect you're not perfect at your job. So why would you expect somebody else to be exactly perfect with their yeah. job? That's why we have a second set of eyes. That's why you... Now, if you're making the same mistake over and right. over and over again, all right, now I'm going to lose it a little <laughs> bit more, right? But we're, we're all human. It right. happens. You got to have a little bit of grace. <laughs> Plus, it's funner. Yeah. You know, it's more fun to it really is. make mistakes and learn and grow and, and figure out what you need to do. Well, I shouldn't do that because that sucked. You know, I should probably do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you love the strategy piece. Yeah, of when it. they say yeah. it's due 131 yeah. of. 24 it, it that's it really is due you know it's not due february 1st it really should be due you know the, the 31st of january yep. so you know and, yep. and back yep. when i was doing it for my mom like oh you know what's a couple weeks it's fine you know nope <laughs> and it's actually not fine 
No, you learn that real fast. <laughs> a deadline yeah. is a deadline yeah. is a deadline. But that was when I was 18. You know, I didn't, who, who cares? Yeah. I don't, I didn't really care back then. Yeah. But now I can help people. Yeah. But it was all great experience that has led to where you're yeah. at right now. So I think, I think I always, that's what I love about, that's why I think I kind of wanted to make this podcast because I like to hear people's journeys because that is, that is what made us. Whether you're successful or not right now, that journey is just, it's a part of the process and you wouldn't be where you're at. Like I had a bad business experience with another business that I owned and I'll tell you, it, I, I still am thankful for it because I wouldn't be where I'm at today without learning from those right. mistakes. And, you know, I, bosses over time. I've learned what kind of boss I do not want to be. <laughs> like, and, you know, and that's because of my experience and my journey, you know, through. And so I've just always been ultra aware of, you know, those experiences in life and how can I, like, I guess because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I myself actually did what you did for college. I got my business degree because I didn't know what I wanted to be. I knew I didn't want to be mm -hmm. a teacher. Um, cause my whole family are all teachers and, but I was like, well, I know I want to do something in the business world. So I guess let me just do business administration, yeah. business management. I was like, at least I could do a million different things with that. So now I'm running yeah. a business. My dad was right. <laughs> like, Everything's a business. Out. And yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter what route I went, but at least it was good real world, you know, experience to that. I could kind of translate. I mean, most of the stuff now, like you did kind of touch on earlier is it's more, you know, I didn't learn it in college. I can tell you that, but col college to me was all about figuring out life, right? You're now semi-adult and you have to figure out your time, you know, time management. You have to juggle. I was, I was an athlete in college. So you have to, you know, figure out your studies versus your training versus season and traveling and then I needed to get a job. It wasn't a full ride. And, you know, so it's like, how do you manage all these pieces? So that to me is what helped me in the real world is that college experience. But in today's world, you don't necessarily need oh. a degree. Like if you want to become an insurance yeah. agent, you just got to go take your license, take a week, one or two week course, pass a test. Yeah. And voila, you're an insurance professional. Well, I had to do it over again. <laughs> I don't know if I would go to school. I don't necessarily need my degree. I mean, it looks Super cool hanging up there. I mean, people think I'm smart, right? You got right, a degree. Right. Yeah. Uh, my mom bought me the fancy yep. frame, so it was nice. Perfect. I don't know if I would do it Perfect. again. I don't know. I didn't. I was one of those, like, I knew I didn't want to get my MBA. I knew I wanted to just do four years and yeah. get right out. Like, I have no desire to go back to school, but I love to learn. So I love going to conferences. I love going to, I love furthering my learning that way. That's a good question. I I think I still would because it was the real world experience of kind of taking that next step, but I'm not going to push it on my kids. But here's what I think is important is don't go to college. If you know you want to be kind of like, this is more of a dramatic, you know, thing, but if you know you want to be a teacher, don't go to necessarily an Ivy league school or an out of state school that's costing you a hundred thousand dollars a year, knowing you're going to get out and make right. 50 grand. If a year. That, right. Right. Like, do, yeah, like do do it the smart way. If you don't know what you want to do and you're just going, go community college, then four-year or go to in-state four-year. Do it in a little bit more responsible right. way. I guess for me, I, I was sick during all my schooling. So it yeah. sucked. It was a real downer, really. I look back and I'm like, yeah. I didn't even make it. That was awful. Yeah. I did. But, but I mean, look what yeah. you overcame. You figured it you out. You told me at 18 that I awesome. have six businesses and, you know, just be doing this thing, whatever this thing is that I'm doing, right? Running these businesses and mm -hmm. trying to succeed in life. I wouldn't have believed you. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, that's all part of our journey. That's all. That's, I, I love it. And that's, that's what I love hearing is your, like your journey. I, never met you and I'm already inspired by it. Like that's so cool. And you know, I, I know we briefly chatted before we even came on here and 
I love the real estate part. And so you've just like lit, I already had that fire and it like lit it even more to be like, okay, no, if I really need to penny pinch Q1 to Q, you know, Q2 next year to get into that house, to make it happen, I will, because I want to be able to do that. And that's where, you know, I'm, it gets me excited. And that's something that I really enjoy because I I want, I see the big picture. Yeah. And not everybody can see the big picture. networking, like you said before. I was in here working yesterday and the phone rang and it was a new client who had heard multiple times my name to go talk to. And she called and she wanted a meeting next week. And I said, well, you know, I'm trying, I got payroll. I'm trying to get finished up to the end of the year and I'm trying to work less because it's Christmas. But I said, I'm, I'm going to be here for the next two hours. Why don't you just stop in? We can talk about your situation. She came in and she lives in a three unit that she owns and she's, Probably 65, 70. Hopefully she doesn't listen. I don't know how old she is. She looks a little bit older. <laughs> she wants to sell it, but she still wants to live there. Uh, and I didn't know that. And I, I said, oh, we have a three unit. Right? I love like duplexes, three units. Those are like my thing. I said, I got some, some rentals and I'm looking to buy some more. But if you ever want to sell this three unit, let me know. She goes, well, I really <laughs> want to sell it. I want to get out of the, the real estate business. But I don't want to have to sell this and then buy something more expensive. And I said, well, why don't you sell it to me? You just live there. And she started crying. She's like, I didn't even wow. like, she goes, this is what I've been thinking about this whole time. And I didn't think anybody would ever even want to consider it. And she just started crying and crying. And I'm like, okay. Uh, wow. I got, yeah. You gave me goosebumps. I'm not really a crier. <laughs> so it was kind of awkward for me. But I did. Right, I mean, right, that, right. I was like, whoa, like, this is cool. Like, if this really worked out, I mean. She called me an hour before I told her to come in, right? And I could have been like, oh, I'm busy. I got to do this. You know, I'll talk to you next yep. year, right? We don't really even need to meet now anyway. Yep. But, you know, I told her to come in and. Something something was telling yeah. you. Something was telling you. Yeah. And if it all works out, I'm going to just be amazed. You're like, this is it. Yeah. This was the sign that I always tell people, you know, you got to go with your gut. Like that, something was just telling you it was worth to say, hey, I'm here for two more hours if you want to do it now. Otherwise, I won't because you still have to value yourself and your time, right? But that was something in the back of your mind that was pulling at you to say, I should probably just, you know, and and that's what I tell people too. I'm like, you know, just because you're not a big business, you know, and I don't see tons of money Mm -hmm. signs doesn't mean I'm not giving you the time of day. Because you never know who that person right. knows or is in the circle with or what it can, you know, it's just a circle of what goes around comes around that I'm in a big believer in. And we all have guts. And I think that's where women actually have the advantage over men. Not saying men don't have that initial gut feeling, but I think women more time kind of go with mm-hmm. their gut. Like sometimes I go to my business partner and he probably thinks I'm really nuts. And questions this every time. But I'm like, I don't have set proof as to why I want to move in this direction. <laughs> Only just I'm going yeah. with my gut and I, I'm having a hard time articulating why I just know this is the route we need to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, oh, Bill man. knows. He knows. Like, I'll overreact. <laughs> you know, like, let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. What do you mean yeah. this client said that, right? Yep. He's like, no, are we overreacting? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. And so what if I am? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so true. That is so true. It's funny. But I I think that's where we, I think that's where women, and not even, this isn't even a gender thing. I think that's where sometimes people like you and me who were meant to own businesses and who want to own businesses, because there's nothing wrong with not wanting to own a business. But I think that's where you and me and people like us like have that innate like mm-hmm. flame in us to like because we have that, you know, thought process and and we have that like gut reaction of, you know, to get us where we're at and to help make those decisions. And we know, but some you know, whether we can articulate it ourselves or not, we just you have to trust your gut yeah. sometimes. I couldn't go back to be an employee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I think I would just like no. stress out and like start shaking probably. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Nope. I could make way more money working for a corporate environment and I have yeah. no desire to do that. I'd rather be more flexible and not feel guilt of asking to take a half day because 
my kids sick. And I, you know, I built, I, I wanted to become a business owner because when my kids get to the school age, I want to be able to go volunteer. I want to be able to do their events. And I wanted the flexibility, you know, over time to step back just a little bit and do my other passion projects. But yeah, I mean, I think we're just wired sometimes differently. I think so too. <laughs> I, I will say though. Because we also have a crazy, it's like, why did we do this to ourselves? Sometimes I wish I was just an employee, but I enjoy it. Like I, you I know, get jealous of my fun. husband. You know, he comes home and turns off his phone for his work phone. And I'm like, oh, that would be nice. That would be really nice. Yeah. I did actually this year. I, I'm getting better at setting better boundaries because I have that problem. But ultimately, I care. And so, not that people, not that other people don't, because again, I'm working on boundaries, but. Um, I have gotten better, like for the hours that we're home and my kids are awake still, I've set that aside and done that, but I still, you know, in the nighttime we'll jump on and get on, um, get online. I'm trying to get another hobby, so I don't do that. And, but I think it's something that we're going to always fight in our head. I got a second phone. I think that's just what we're I now have, have a work cell phone <laughs> and my personal cell phone and it has helped. I didn't want two yeah. different ones, and mine are so convoluted. Doing insurance for fifteen years. People make fun of me though. Oof. My sister-in-law calls me Sammy Two Thumbs. There's a song she keeps playing. She keeps playing it for me. It's like a rap song about two phones. <laughs> like, stop it! <laughs> she makes fun of me, but it, it helps so me, funny. right? I can't. So my funny. I have to have my phone, right? My my parents and yep. my in-laws, and then if I'm not with Carson, you know, where somebody calls. And I just, you know, mentally, I could not not answer my clients if it was on my personal phone. Yeah. So yeah. I got my second phone and I can, yeah. you know, turn, like you said, turn it off. I can turn it off. Yep. And then turn it back yep. on when I want to. But I, I couldn't, I could not just, if I saw a client's number come up, I couldn't be like, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. No. Like, I, and then it would just make me anxious, right? Got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And then I, the whole time I'm mm -hmm. sitting with my son. I'm thinking about this client that I had to take care of. I'm the same and way. If I just don't see it, <laughs> then I won't stress about it. And the, and the phone, the, the extra yep. phone has been great. Good. It's it's something that's been on my mind. I'm like, may, maybe, and then I'm like, and then I just don't get around to it. But that's actually a valid point. That's, so no, it's no. just like unread text messages yeah. and unread messages. I'm like, it, the OCD in me is like, no, I got to read it. But then if you can't do anything about it or anything, like, then it, sits and festers in my yeah. head. <laughs> like, okay, no, I need to. And it's just going to sit there until I know I need to handle it. I will just so, forever be yeah. Sammy two phones. Just who I am. I love it. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> you, but, but you shifted and you yeah. figured it out, right? <laughs> you did what right. worked for you. Right. Well, that is so awesome. I have just really enjoyed, I, like I said earlier, I've, I've, re I've, really related to a lot of your social media posts. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I get that feeling. And so I like knew from the the moment that you reached out, I was like, no, I like this girl. <laughs> I was like, there's definitely. And so, you know, I, I've loved learning about your journey and this has been so great. So I'm really glad you reached out and I am just so impressed and I love everything that you've done. And now you really need to come out to Vegas. So I think you really should start looking on that real estate I side. know. I mean, what, Whitney <laughs> and Amanda have their big Christmas party in January. So maybe I'll pop out. I, I already are RSVP'd. So now you have to come and it's an expense. <laughs> there you go. I'll have to think about it. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't miss parties. I know. Especially when it's at your Especially office. Especially when it's beverage. Beverages <laughs> included. Yeah. Yes. Then you know I hope it's, it's the right kind of beverage. Maybe I yeah, should, we should check. It. Otherwise, I might have to remove or my just RSV. bring your own beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Or I'll. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, and I really look forward to getting to know you. And I love. I will look forward to you know watching your businesses grow and and more rentals yes. in your portfolio. If I get this three unit. <laughs> yes, I know. We're gonna yeah. manifest this. You've already now put it out here. It's on the podcast. So now it's out in the world. And now we're just going to keep manifesting yeah. that. That'll be what? Can I count that as my cool. three and 24 if I got a three? That's three doors. That is three doors. So 
in the insurance world, that's three doors. Sounds good to me. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and good luck getting through the rest of the year and putting out there. And then we'll in the podcast have all of your okay. contact information. So um, for any of you that want to reach out, definitely do that. It'll be in the show notes and we'll um, make sure you we put you on our social Perfect. media too. So thank, thank you. you. Awesome. Okay, bye. No problem. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Mastowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.